Greetings and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with Morris Sachs and the elementary school chorus from Essex, Vermont, doing Turtle in the Clouds, okay? How you doing, buddy? Wonderful. It's good to see you, my friend. Same here. Um, I just want to say, for all of those who skipped the song, <laughs> listen, go back and listen to the fucking kids sing, okay? If not, man's law, you can't listen to the rest of this podcast. If you can't, it's yep. for the kids, Vince. It's for the kids. Yep. How fucking adorable is that? It's amazing. Only in Vermont, too, you know? Un unbelievable. <laughs> you know, the, the best part was on the video, you see him getting stoned and drinking heady topper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's a, that's, a, that's the director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so did you have a good uh, couple of weeks? No, this has been real torment for me. I'll be honest with you. This has been this has really been torment. I felt very stupid the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I just watched the market go up. I watch it go up, go up, go up. Okay, Powell comes out and says, "All right, we're gonna keep, we're gonna hike rates and hold them there." All right, market keeps going up. <laughs> okay, yeah. I watch Carvana yeah. go up a hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> All right. I watched Carvana, which like inside to the audience. Again, I've been directed to stop talking about shit that I don't trade. And Carvana is one of them. And when it was like four dollars, I was like, it's marked for zero. Here we go. Yeah. By Friday afternoon, it's trading around 12 bucks and I would have lost the farm. OK, you uh, you get a you get a pass. It's Thank your you. show. You can cry if you want to. Okay. It's no, no pushback from from me. I think I think even Lesser would give you. A, you know, it's look, it's all about you know turnover, turnover. You want yeah. to talk about Carvana? <laughs> By the way, I, I I did think of Carvana because you know, on the West Estate of the Saxe Empire mm -hmm. in Phoenix, there's one of these Carvana things yeah. it's like it i don't yeah, know what is machine. it it's a vending is it is that really how it works it's a vending yeah it's elevators it's a stack of cars in an elevator yeah. and you can go and say i want my tesla model y for sixty five thousand dollars you put your credit card in and the car comes out that's the that's the business model okay <laughs> okay now I, I i don't want to put you in an awkward spot here but didn't you send me a wikipedia link that one of the founders yes of carvana Correct. claims that he was a uh principal investor yes. at greenwich capital markets correct correct okay okay well <laughs> i know i knew joe kennedy and you sir are no joe kennedy thank you okay. um we not only do i know who that clown is we never had a principal investment group at Greenwich <laughs> Capital. Um, I, I mean, I've been hitting the head in my life a few times, but I think I'd remember right. Thank you. that sort of thing. So, um, spoiler alert: there there may be fraud there, but <laughs> um, uh, but I guess it really doesn't matter because that eunuch running the SEC, Gary Gensler, um, is out talking about here. Let's see if I get this thing right. I'm, I'm very, I, I'm trying new technology approach here. Okay. We understand during the podcast, I'm not to touch the keyboard, Correct. right? Yes. Okay. 
So I've got my iPad here. Oh, boy. So um, let's see. Basically, Gensler said um, this is he's talking about the, the Bitcoin stuff. This is a largely non-compliant field. Yep. They're commingling customer funds with their businesses. Yep. Now, I, all I can think of is images of prohibition where the federal agents would come in with axes and smash the barrels with yep. the liquor in it. Of course. Right? Yeah. Well, what? what hello? <laughs> uh, how much money... How much money do you need to have stolen before you you say no mas? I, yeah. I look, we all know I'm not like an intelligent guy, but and I'm sure there's some 28 year old kid who tells me I don't know what I'm talking about. But you go into enough of these Bitcoin miners with mm-hmm. an axe, yep, or like like in the, um, this movie was before your time but die hard yeah it's a great christmas yeah every year it's like bond isn't it a bond movie (laughs) yeah it it, it, yeah exactly but there's a scene in there where they they want to shut the power down to nakatomi plaza (laughs) and the guy says shut it down shut (laughs) it down now (laughs) um yeah i i don't know just there's so many things listen first of all congratulations on uh episode 101 or as one of our listeners pointed out technically it's episode 100 because one episode was a fish concert but i i think we take full credit and full responsibility for that um but uh you know i get it we can't bang on the same drum week after week after week, right? Because, you know, what's mm-hmm. the point? What what value are you adding? Yeah. But, you know, it. this is how, before your very eyes, one turns into an angry old man because you see things which are incredibly ludicrous, yet the authorities do nothing about it. Yep. Allow me to give you an example, if I may. Okay. So um, last week, we took the week off. Thank you for all the phone calls, texts, and emails wondering if I was still alive. <laughs> You're not kidding, dude. <laughs> never, never did I realize so many people were concerned yeah. about my well-being. It's it's a it's classic. Nobody gives a shit when we do the show, and then we don't do the show <laughs> once, and it's like, oh no, show this week. People come out of the woodwork, okay? <laughs> yeah. So um you know, you've seen at all the technology companies, there's been massive layoffs. Yep. And uh, I I didn't mention this to you because I didn't want to break your youthful enthusiasm. But I had a meeting with management and we, we have, unfortunately, we too have had some budget cuts. Yeah. So uh, as it relates to the official website, which is under my direction, mm-hmm. Twitter obviously is under your mm-hmm. purview. But uh, we've been forced to eliminate the question section mm-hmm. on uh, now what you do with your IBWOC, mm-hmm. that's that's up to you. But my budget and my department's been cut. So mm-hmm. um, from time to time, I'll put pictures up there. But mm-hmm. uh, forgive me if I can't uh, 
no longer take those questions. It's sure. just we don't have the staff yep. to support the research and stuff. Yep. So. But um, anyway, uh, last a week ago, Friday, we had this ginormous payroll number, mm -hmm. which uh, blew everyone's doors off. I mean, I I, I was shell shocked. That thing was was so big, and you know the markets you know, did their thing. And, and then, you know, as you point out, uh, Powell, you know, to the average listener sounded somewhat hawkish, but to the inside uh, world of the Fed observer, he said a couple of things which were much more benevolent in, in the first example of which is he said he didn't see the terminal rate being much higher, which you know, life is path dependent as is interest rate moves. But if the ultimate final peak in rates is unchanged or relatively unchanged, that has implications for the rate structure, both spot mm -hmm. and, and forward. Um, but the thing about any of these statistics is you've heard me drone on and on ad nauseum is um, – you don't rely on any one date because yep. there can be a lot of noise. Now, I'm a fully paid up subscriber of Grant's Interest Rate Observer. So I feel like I can comment from his notes. Mm -hmm. And um, he talks about on a seasonally adjusted basis, employers added 517,000 jobs in January. On a non-seasonally adjusted basis, the same employers dropped two and a half million jobs in January. Now, I'm not going to say anything other than, you know, you're making seasonal adjustments to a time of the year, which has huge impact because of the... Uh, December 25th was the mm -hmm. birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's this huge celebration where people go buy gifts. Mm -hmm. So those adjustments are magnified substantially. So that number, I, I mean, frankly, I, I think, you know, I, I don't think you can put a lot of weight on that. Uh, a little bit off this topic but yet along the concept of the why do men like me get angrier as we get older um about five minutes before the payroll release somebody came in and sold a ginormous block of fed funds futures yep which oddly enough instantaneously turned into a 12 million dollar profit nice trade what a coincidence Right now, um, without being too specific, and just in case anyone gets too frisky, I can claim early onset dementia. I'll vouch. I know, I know, <laughs> as will as will my wife. <laughs> Apparently, I've stopped pushing my chair back in and closing cabinet doors. But it's a good start. It's a good start, my friend. It's it's not my problem. <laughs> Um, uh, these numbers leak. 
and people have access to these numbers. Not not a hundred percent of the time, but one percent of the time, two percent of the time. And I mean, that's not the part that bothers me. The part that bothers me is I could figure out who knew mm-hmm. Th- thirty minutes max. Yeah, and and let me rever- let me reverse engineer this for you. Okay, so they see this trade. They go to the clearing uh, member and they say, "Oh, we see you sold ten thousand Fed funds futures at eight twenty six. To who? Oh, yeah, I I see that too. I said, okay, who's the client? Oh, it's MF Global. Yeah. Bill oh, Wang. okay. Hey, 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 MF Global. It's the Chicago Board of Trade Clearing Corporation. Um, who's the client that sold the the ten thousand Fed funds mm-hmm. futures? Oh, it was ABC Hedge Fund, based in wherever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, ringy dingy dingy. I'd like to speak to the trader. Okay. Oh, and and by the way. I've had this happen to me. This is not like fantasy in mm-hmm. more sax language. You know, I, years ago, I did a massive calendar spread. It was 10,000 up, and it was done as an exchange for physical, EFP. Okay. I had guys on the board of trade, you know, I mean, we were close to being deposed. So, this nonsense that you can't find out who does this stuff. Yeah. Tell, tell it walking. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it, it's like, it's just, it just doesn't work that way. Dude, it barely so, got a blip on the radar. Bloomberg writes an article, you know, but it's just, it gets skipped over, dude. It's just, it's, it's, you know, well, you know, when Gary Gensler says, yeah, we know they're breaking the law, you know, shame on you. We're coming for you. Um, you know, and I, I think it all started. It really started the day Hillary Clinton talked about how they were landing on a diplomatic mission and her airplane was landing at a U.S. military base and they were under fire yeah, yeah, as yeah. they landed. And I then remember. they yeah. had they had to duck and cover yeah. and run to the yeah. Jeeps to get and and yet. CBS News has a video of her landing and a small child handing her a bunch of flowers. I think that's the moment the world went to shit. Yeah, personally, but um, but 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 I but I digress. Um, so the payroll number, uh, it's strong. Will they go back um, and revise that the way they go back and revise that CPI number for like seven years? Amazing. No, no. I, I, I mean, I don't know what the number is. And one of our listeners who's a really good analyst will know, but they may they may not have the final GDP number from 2017 yet. They're, they're constantly revising these things. And I do believe I do believe perhaps urban legend, but I think they've even gone back and found out that. There were times they determined originally we were in a recession and then you had like 4% growth. I mean, amazing. Yeah. 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 So, so, so people don't, 
people don't know. But they already went back and revised that January number, and the market moved off that January number. Well, it was a big, it was a big upward revision. Yeah, yeah. You know, it. Look, you got a huge economy, a lot of moving parts, a lot of assumptions. Yep. And you just, you just came through a once in a lifetime event. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to You got to be careful. And and I know how t- you, you're feeling a little off because like Powell says something and then the stocks take off. And and, you know, I'm in a similar state at the moment, which is and I at the risk of offending a few of our listeners. You know, it was a year or two ago when I was on one of Kevin's things where I said, you know, Look, I I'm just flat. I don't know I what's know, going yeah. on, and and so we're we're in an even easier time now. So we're in Arizona, and my friends uh, Tom and Jen are here, and I'm I'm riding again, and you know at a slower pace, but yeah, yeah. Um, but as Coach Tullis says, you know, endurance pace means you can talk. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you can't carry on a conversation, you're going too hard. So anyway, Tom's doing most of the talking, <laughs> but I get in a word here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said, you know, he says, I can get four and three quarters with cash sitting in my account. I don't have to do anything. I, I don't really know why I, why do I need to own all these stocks? And I said, look, I, you know, I don't give investment advice mm-hmm. directly, but you know, we went from this period of time, Tina, there is no alternative Yeah. to you can sit on your fat ass and earn 480, you know, with, and I'm going to say no risk of, of capital loss. If you hold the maturity, the United States of America, Okay, is money good? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Do they are they going to jerk you around a little bit here or there? Yeah, but don't, yeah, you, you know you can accept that. <laughs> well, you know, in the end, if the money's no good, <laughs> you just need guns. Yeah, and a lot of ammo. Yeah, because right? I I used to love this. Uh, phrase civilization is three meals deep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i saw a quote from like plato and he said something like humanity is survives as long as it has seven meals deep basically. Oh, wow. <laughs> so this is not this is not a new concept i guess yeah. you could in- introduce you know how many rolls of toilet paper yeah. per person you need? Yeah, yeah, eggs. You can do go buy eggs. <laughs> but 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 think about this is a, this is just bizarre when it's a standalone concept. Think about how nuts people went with fucking toilet paper, dude. I remember, I remember, dude. I, yeah, it seems like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and as one of my friends, Peter, uh, who's European is want to point out there's other ways to cleanse your backside without disposable toilet paper. Dude, it's the mob. It's the mob, dude. <laughs> it's the animals. Okay. 
The savage war. There's uh, savages yeah. out there. Unbelievable. Yeah, I uh, I don't know what to say. Um, you know, I really like that website, uh, Daily Shot, mm-hmm. and it's it's very very affordable. I I I don't know exactly, hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks a year or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I it's pretty much the first thing I read every morning. I get Why? Dude, I get it four ten. I get it four. They do a great job. Four ten East Coast time. Bang six charts and yeah. the day. like. They're on. They're they're, they're they bring their A game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what I like about it is it's pictures, so I don't have to read a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 you can easily see trends. So when you look at a lot of these trends. They're all heading south. Now, payroll is an important number. It's the first number of the month. And many would argue it's the most important number of the month. I, I don't care to have that argument, but it gets made from time to time. Okay. Um, but it's one number. And it's a big economy and it's subject to uh, revision and stuff. So one of the uh one of the things when I was a professional trader, uh unlike being a hack now, <laughs> was we would just dig until we found massively asymmetric trades. And we were uh arrogant slash confident enough in ourselves that we knew if we dug hard enough and waited long enough something would appear before us and not every asymmetrical trade works but coincidentally when they work they work asymmetrically yeah give me give me a give me an example give me like one of your favorites that you okay this this trade this and this is a little complicated fine so i'll say i'll talk okay. slowly okay so when you get a very steep yield curve, meaning let's say the overnight rate's one and the 30-year rate is four, okay? You create a forward yield curve where the yields down the road are actually higher, Mm -hmm. okay? Now, um, the geniuses who invented the Black-Scholes option pricing model created what they called an arbitrage-free model, meaning their calculus, if properly managed, would give you a value for an option that would equal the amount of money you would make or lose based on properly hedging, aka delta trading, the underlying security. Okay. So let's go back to interest rates. So when you have this very steep yield curve, the forward rates are very higher. And since the option is priced off of that forward rate, it will make a call option, the right to buy, okay? It will make a call option to the naked eye look very cheap. Yep. So I've gotten into long philosophical debates with people because when I look at an option, 
in this circumstance, and I'm just pulling numbers out of the air, but but for yeah. sake of argument, let's say I can go buy a one-year option. And there's, I know I've said there's five scenarios, but let's say there's three. Okay. The, mark, the market can go up, it can stay unchanged, it can go down. Okay. Well, there's times, and our good friend, sort of Harley Bassman, recognized this a long time ago as well. There's times that this structure is almost an anomaly where you can put up a dollar, let's say. And if the market rallies, you get all the upside. Yep. If the market goes nowhere and stays unchanged on a spot basis, meaning today basis, you get your money back. Okay. Yeah. And third, if the market goes against you, it's got to go against you a fair amount before you lose your dollar. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if I had to pick one trade that it's a technical term, ginormous profits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and then you throw in the Marcus Hutchins epiphany of, the market can go five ways. Just for those of you at home who haven't been loyal listeners, the three ways everyone knows is up, down, and unchanged. Marcus Hutchins says it can go up, it can go up a lot, it can go down, it can go down a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it can do that so much that it blows out the distribution, remember when I talk about distribution as a curve yep. the picture, yep. it can get into these tails that they'll tell you mathematically can't happen, yet happen three times a year. Mm -hmm. So yep. if you're long an option, you get, you know, but wait, there's more, right? <laughs> so that, I don't know how we came down this rabbit hole, but that's like one of the unique things that we made a lot of money on. How, how did we get here? I don't know. I'm not sure. Something about options. Okay. We'll just keep rolling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Once more with feeling. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, yeah. So, okay. So we're in a situation now where uh, I think most people most people I read argue that the equity markets are still rich on many metrics. I, of course, have proven myself to be uh, incompetent, if not inept in my forecasting of equity prices. I, I've been bearish since the Dow was at 800. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I'm still here. Yeah, long, you, got, you do that long time horizon. <laughs> Um, but what you have now is you have a Fed that has tightened 450 basis points. It's going to be 500, right? They already told you you got two more coming. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 500 basis points. Let's call the QT another 200, just okay. for round numbers to make it easy, so I don't mm -hmm. have to take my socks off. So you got 700 basis points of tightening, and let's say. 16, 18 months. Yeah. 
Now, in the old days, they used to tell you monetary policy takes 18 months to mm -hmm. work its way through. Yeah. Okay. I think the fact that you can get three-month bill, six-month bill uh, at the high fours, I, you know, like who wouldn't? There's your alternative. You know? Yeah, there's your alternative. It's yeah. you know, why am I buying the rich yeah. SPY when I can get, you know, just go three, six months and, and sit on my hands yeah. for a while and see what happens? Or, or as they like to say, um, better take off and nuke it from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, because as, as you know, I, I suffer severely from low self-esteem. Um, and uh, I told everyone long ago how I wondered about negative rates and yeah. was hooted severely and, and uh, run to that. I believe, you know, so not that long ago, uh, on this very podcast, I brought up the notion about perhaps an inverted yield curve is not a predictor of a recession, but the cause of a recession. Yes. And as past this prologue, I was resoundly hooted by, I, I wouldn't say thousands, but many 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 people a great deal of them far wiser than me okay okay however allow me once again to refer to grant's interest rate zerber that's as you can see celebrating 40 years yeah okay it's yep. their 40th year yeah um let me see if i can find it so this is sort of a quote short rates at a premium to long rates, stymie the age-old banking business of borrowing short and lending long. It's for this reason, among others, that inverted curves facilitate, if not cause, they certainly do not prevent recessions. So here's a guy that's thought to be pretty smart, and He's alluding to the fact that the inverted curve might actually cause a recession. Yep. So um, anyway, I feel a little better about myself having, yeah, having mentioned should. that. And, we'll push back. Yeah. Uh, can you, you want to name some names? About, you know, so we can... No, it would be, you know, <laughs> what, what, what's the point? I mean, you know, I'm all, I'm Mr. Feel Good, you know, that kind of thing. Right. That sort of thing. So, Indeed. Um, uh, I, the, Bloomberg Bloomberg has floated this notion that there'll be mini recessions, mini isolated recessions in pockets like, I don't know, for example, the housing market. All right. And they'll say right. like, all right, there you can, you know, now that the. Now that the the data has been so fragmented and, and you know, you can shine the light in whatever corner you want that overall you might not get a GDP recession, but there'll be these mini recessions um, where you can parse the numbers and find, OK, the number dropped there, here and there. But as far well, as. Go ahead. Yeah. Go, no, please. No, 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 that's all. It's it's just that age old story. You know, when your neighbor is you know, out of work, it's a recession. When you're out of work, it's a depression. Yeah. Um, not completely unrelated to this. You mentioned housing. And so back on my very first trip 
to the United Kingdom, which was a business trip. Okay. Uh, I discovered that the bulk of mortgages in the United Kingdom are floating. Yep. So that's got a pretty quick, you know, connect on consumer spending. As we've said multiple times, house prices has a much larger effect, yada, yada, yada. In my travels this week, I noticed that if you see a chart of various countries, the U.S. has the highest percentage of fixed rate mortgages of any organized country in the world. Mm -hmm. Now, if memory serves, I think Sweden might have the highest percentage of floating rate mortgages. Okay. Okay. The UK somewhere in there. Now, is simply put, let's forget about psychology. Let's just do the math. The once you've borrowed the money, the higher if your rate changes and it goes up, you 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 owe more money, mm-hmm. which means you either have to make more, unlikely, or you spend less. Right? Okay. Um, so in the UK, their rates are going up which, okay, less money. Um, But what I found um, really interesting is the person who wrote this article, I think it might have been Gabe Kell, they said Sweden is an excellent leading indicator for Germany. Now, Germany is a massive economy. So Sweden has the highest uh, floating rate mortgages of the group of countries that I noticed. And I think I just, within the last day or two, saw house prices in Germany are collapsing. Collapsing is a little bit aggressive. I guess if it's my house, they're collapsing. If it's your yeah. house, they're declining. Yeah. Slightly. <laughs> yeah. Or, or when you get older, the phrase becomes, if it's you, it's a procedure. If it's me, it's an operation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I think you're not going to get a lot of growth out of Europe. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with China. You know, they had that um, weather balloon. Did I pronounce that weather balloon? I heard you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the weather balloon. Yeah. <laughs> I have this thing about people taking out electronic devices. When this, when you're having conversations, yeah, sure, es- especially at the dinner table, of course. So, the other day at the dinner table, somebody starts talking about this thing, and another person says, "You got to see this," and they pull out the device, and you know, um, I I bit my tongue because, like, okay, <laughs> don't don't. <laughs> Don't go off, right? Yeah, yeah. And they they show me this picture of the weather balloon. Yeah. And in pink spray paint, it's written, you know, weather balloon. You know, <laughs> not used for spying. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you know what the one I'm talking about? Oh, I can picture it. it okay. It's just it's just fucking hysterical. Yeah, I'm sure. And then they then they retrieve the thing. I know. Yeah. And and. And I don't know what news source is reliable or not, but 
a lot of the equipment has stuff written in English on it. And like, geez, imagine we sold the Chinese stuff they're using to spy on us. No. It's, it's, I don't know whether it was Lenin or Stalin or Marx, but they were the ones with the, the capitalist will sell you the rope to hang themselves with. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, Please. completely, completely going off topic. I was shell shocked, mortified, fell into a deep, dark place when I saw that the 400 partners of Goldman Sachs who are meeting in Florida, <laughs> apparently one or two of them, maybe more, are unhappy that their comp was cut 50%. 50%. DJ Sal's was cut by a third. Now, again, I'm not good with math, but I think a third is less than 50%. I think okay. so. But the reason they got cut 50 was because, according to this article, they lost $6 billion trying to become a consumer bank. Yeah, like Marcus credit card. Uh, yeah. Goldman, the iconic investment bank, they don't want to get their hands dirty. They don't. Giving credit cards to 25 year olds? Come on. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, you know, um, so what I did like was the article was talking about how some quotation marks mm -hmm. partners were talking about talking to the board of directors because they feel the board of directors is out of touch mm -hmm. with what's going on on the day-to-day -day stuff. So again, angry old man, this is a real situation that needs, it won't get addressed just like the Gary Gensler is not stopping Bitcoin and the Chicago board of trade isn't going to investigate because mm -hmm. it's not in their interest to do it. And the Pelosi family office keeps ticking along. Um, uh, but um, I'm lost. <laughs> what was they talking about? <laughs> they're not going to do anything. They are, they're not going to punish. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. No so consequences. It, so you look at the board of directors of Goldman and all of this information is available publicly. Oh, yeah. It's not a it's not a 13D, but it's a it's a KXZQ. Mm -hmm. I don't know whatever it is, right? And you can look up everything about these guys and the board of directors. And a, a listener of ours, gender neutral, told me the name of the form. Mm -hmm. And like nine nine months ago, I looked up the Goldman one, and and there's a lot of very very impressive people on that board yeah okay? yeah and they are getting paid a shit ton of money mm -hmm. okay? that's number one and number two not a lawyer but with my limited experience being on some board of directors we carried what's called uh dno insurance director and officer insurance and that's a liability insurance mm -hmm. meaning unless you're you know, fraudulently negligent, you can't be sued for being a shitty director. So 
if you show up to meetings and you read the book mm-hmm. that they prepare for you and you ask a question, then no yeah. one's coming at you. Yeah. 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 So why the fuck are you going to run the risk of losing that sweetheart job? Yeah. Yeah. Like, look, I, I haven't had, in my mind, I haven't had a job in 20-something years, right? Because when you get to be a successful trader, okay, again, hate to admit it, but the evidence is overwhelming. <laughs> you don't have a boss. The market is your boss. If you can make money, okay, your worst-case scenario is fuck you and you – you pick up the phone and you're trading somewhere a week mm-hmm. later. Right. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I've been in that spot since the nineties. Right. So I, but I'll tell you, if you're going to pay me a million and a quarter and I got to show up to four meetings a year. Yeah. 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 Pay attention. Not fall asleep. <laughs> fuck, yeah. Or fall asleep. They don't know. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> There's this whole discussion now about these online things. Like people have figured out, like the millennials have figured out ways to make them think you're still online and you're oh, not. Please. Yeah, that's been going on for four or five years now. Yeah, please. Yeah, so your so, mouse um, moves so it looks like you're active, of course. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I'm officially announcing that I'm available to be a board of directors member for Goldman Sachs and Company. Right. I have... Over 40 years experience in the business. Yeah. I had a series seven. I had a series 23 or 24. I don't remember. I've had uh, available <laughs> all, all the training. And for four, I'll even do six meetings a year and I'll attend them in person at my own expense. <laughs> okay. Dude, he's really on the hot seat. The hot seat's getting hotter for him. Dude, we've been paying attention to this for a long time, but they're they're really turning up the heat now, okay? We just need to let it play out. We just need to be patient because his days are numbered, dude. They've been everyone's getting checked off our list. All right. Tether's still on our list. I haven't forgotten about Tether. Oh, okay. I haven't. Well, Kathy Wood shoots her mouth off about ARK being the next NASDAQ. <laughs> Down 8% since she said that. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like that house uh, in the movie Amityville Horror. It's like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. There's no, somebody... Dude. Go ahead. No, no, no. Your turn. No, I'm saying the, the, the clock's ticking on, on DJ D Saw because when the when the, the 400 partners, when the rumblings have reached the partner level, okay. The post, well, you know, we'll read the post and we'll snicker, okay. But when it hits the journal and it hits Bloomberg that the partners are irked and they're going through the list of his, you know, it's not good. this is this is how it's this actually is part of the protocol of the overthrow. You know, having studied how these things work, you know, nobody wants to be the guy to stand up in the town hall meeting and go, look, the emperor has no clothes, right? Because it doesn't doesn't work. So as an example of this, in Soviet Russia, when Stalin would speak, okay, if he paused – Everyone would stand up and start applauding. 
And because no one wanted to be the first guy to sit down. Yeah. They like signaled it was time to stop. Right. Because if you were the first guy to sit down. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're dead. Your family's dead. Your friends are dead. Your friends, your friends are right. Okay. So so what happens here is. A cabal of the partners. Yes, yes. The guys that that came up together. Mm-hmm. Okay, that because of firm these firms they have collections of alliances. Clicks. Okay. Yep. Click. Better word. Clicks. Um, they decide the guys got to go. Mostly because they want the job or they want more money or whatever. It's Wall Street. But yeah. this is not. The, you know, this is not the middle school in Essex, Vermont. This right. is, you yep. know, the night of the long knives mm-hmm. every day. Of course. Yeah. And, and so the what they do is they decide how they're going to go about it. And they plan something in the media that the board has to see. Mm-hmm. And so if the board doesn't ask the question, like, Really, people are unhappy. I mean, mm-hmm. the guys who run the firm are unhappy. Well, maybe that's something we we need to talk about. And and then DJ Saw goes, no, 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 I got it all under control. Mm-hmm. And then the the one board member, one board member, fearing being sued, says, "Well, geez, you know, look, I'm on your side. I I believe you, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, there's that phrase, trust but verify. So." You're good. No, mm-hmm. you're you're good. Your your check went to the bank. Yeah. Right. Yep. But we're just gonna make some subtle inquiries. And then all of a sudden, you know, the king is dead long live the king. Yeah. Yeah. Personal story, what resonates with me in this situation is uh I was an institutional client, and I don't remember the exact years, but I got talked into going into one of these sort of client meetings from Goldman down in Florida. And I went and I'm checking in and the guy checking in behind me is John Corzine, who was running the firm at the time. And for better or worse, I'm not bashful about going up. And I mean, when I was young, I was really shy and I'm still a little shy, but like famous people and stuff, like I'll yeah. just go right up. And up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I turn around and I said, look, we've never met, but my name is Morris Sachs. We have a lot of interesting overlaps. First, I went to University of Illinois. I know you went to University of Illinois. I worked at Continental Bank. I know you worked at Continental Bank. I was the long bond trader at Aubrey G. Lanst, and I know you were the long bond trader at Goldman Sachs. And so we had a moment and he went his way and I went mine. And not long after, it's, you know, it's Senator Corleone, right? Yep. Indeed. The great state of New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, it's to me, it's kind of funny that once again, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anyway, that's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've lost track of time. How are we doing? You got six more minutes. So, yeah. I once do? We get- 
We'll get DJ Tsol. We'll get him, we'll get him axed before the springtime. Um, and the Post and the and the and the Journal and Bloomberg are quietly starting the, to beat that drum a little bit louder, which is encouraging to me. Um, well, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, they're still knocking on Tether's door. They're gonna come for Tether. You know, there's been a lot of whispers in the last twenty four hours. You know, I know you. Is, is that Gary Gensler is going to act? Okay, there's been some rumblings that he's going to come for. Okay, <laughs> I, am, am I? You laughing at maybe I'm the sucker. Okay, that I read this. Stuff. No, I. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, man, once again, you know, they claim. Well, what what could he do? Well, this is what he could do. He could go into Coinbase and say, uh, "We've frozen your assets." Yeah. Or or he could say. Give us the list of your clients, okay? And they go to Treasury, and they take every client. They freeze their bank account because the money that's going in and out of Coinbase has hair on it, right? Because you know they're dealing with people who are mm -hmm. forms of criminal or technical. So there's uh, there's. 18 different ways they conclude this thing up in a heartbeat. I, in, in which is why I, they must not want to do it. And which surprises me. I don't, I, that, that part I don't get. Usually these guys succeed because they get scalps, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, yeah. was it the, wasn't it the Giuliani? Oh yeah, was the guy who he got milk? Did he get milking? No, dude. Uh, Giuliani cleaned up the mob in Manhattan. I don't know who got milking, but but Giuliani made his name busting the mob. He cleaned up. Yeah, he, okay. He, you know, did New York in the late nineties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wouldn't if you're Gary Gensler? Okay, let's say I'm Gary Gensler. Okay, what I'm going to do is I want to go down in history. Is the guy that cleaned up the crypto criminal stuff instead of drifting off into oblivion being seen as a weak pathetic impotent do you have any other pejorative terms cuckold, uh, cuckold? Yeah, cuckold? Yeah. <laughs> i'm surprised you like that's usually your first okay yeah. I'm, I'm having an off day it's fine <laughs> it's this keto diet yeah, yeah, you know I, i'm I'm coming up on my one year, one year anniversary of the keto diet. By the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, still, still, still alive. I was going to say you're still hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry, and it's a diet, right? Diet implies losing weight. I've gained six pounds. <laughs> Dude, do, uh, do you think the fact that every night I sit down after dinner and eat a pint of ice cream that's 900 calories? That's oh, totally balanced. That's good. <laughs> well, it's only four grams of carbs. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. 700 grams of sugar direct into your bloodstream. Actually, no, there's it's there's no sugar. That's the oh. thing. There's but there's there's calories. OK, I, I, I don't. So I got a call today at four o'clock with a nutritionist who's supposed to understand this because I asked Jason about it. And yeah, he's yeah. like, you know, I, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned this, if if I did, mm -hmm. forgive me. But so Jason was here a month or two ago and 
Cheryl was talking about how one of the dogs, did I tell you this? One oh, of the no. dogs, she's been trying to get, okay. So we got two dogs. One of the dogs is a little bit overweight. We don't talk about it in front of them because we don't want them to get body image issues and, you know, the whole thing, you know, and then it, then they start with the cutting of themselves or the laxatives or the binging and purging. And I, I don't have the time to take the dog to the dog shrink, you know, but um, anyway, Cheryl's bemoaning the fact that she can't get, and I won't say which dog it is that way. There's very nice, right. Totally anonymous. Okay. Diet food's not working. So Jason says to Cheryl, instead of giving the dog the diet dog food, give the dog half a cup of the diet dog food and half a cup of cooked green beans. Okay. Three weeks later, dog loses five pounds, fit and trim. I, so basically, at this point, I don't know what this guy can't accomplish. I was going to say, right? I'm going to get him on the phone. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> Jason Tellis, Fennec coaching and dog nutrition. Dude, it's incredible. Uh, yeah, Jason Tullis, uh, Tenac, T-E-N-A-C, Tenac Coaching, okay? And if you want to do anything, uh, like any, make any sort of athletic achievement in your life, if you have any sort of goal, no matter how big or small, you will achieve it with his help, okay? And I've told many of my friends that ride bikes to stop screwing around and, like, doing their personal training or I'm I'm, I'm doing a, a, a workout or riding. Stuff. I said, you're wasting your time. Talk to this man and you will accomplish what you seek to do. But guys are stubborn and guys think they're smart and guys think their coach is better and they don't listen. And then I get off the couch and I listen to Jason and I go do Leadville. No problem. Okay. Not only that, you did Leadville a (laughs) hundred yards into it. Somebody jumped out. You crashed, (laughs) broke your derailleur and you still did it. It without my easiest gear okay so i, I did yeah. the rest without first gear folks and 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 here just for just for ibwak listeners okay to receive 10 percent off your first month's coaching enter coupon code yeah ibwak yeah exactly i love i love fish i never hit the fast forward <laughs> abcde hashtag amazing that's your 10 percent all right pal thank you very much uh it's good to have you back yeah. this week um i'll see yeah. you next week uh dude i look forward 60, to it the 60 next week we'll talk about the 60 40 portfolio because the 60 40 portfolio oh yeah the best start in since 1990 something okay well yeah oddly enough it's coming off of the worst finish in 100 years but back yeah sure back. all right you take care of yourself all right I'll buddy talk i'll to talk soon. to you soon all right Bye. cheers